Welcome to Hack to Start, a podcast focused on interesting people and the innovative ways they achieve success. I'm Franco Variano. And I'm Tyler Copeland. Each week we speak with a new guest about how they created, hacked, and hustled their way to the top and distill their insights and experiences for you. The path to success isn't always linear. Hack, start, and repeat. This episode is brought to you by Breather. Find beautiful, practical spaces that you can reserve on the go. Ghost, a simple, powerful publishing platform that allows you to share your story with the world. And SoundCloud. Hear the world sounds. You're listening to episode 46 of Hack to Start. This episode features Anthony Thomas, the co-founder and GM of Sticker Mule. Tyler and I wanted to invite Anthony onto the show to share his insights and experiences as an entrepreneur building and growing Sticker Mule. With a background in manufacturing, Anthony wanted to create a direct-to-consumer web-based business. Sticker Mule was born and now powers epic swag for lots of companies from GitHub to Google and many more. This is an amazing episode you won't want to miss, so let's get to it. Hey Anthony, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, great to be here. So we always like to start uh, off by getting to know a little bit more about uh, the speaker. So can you tell us a, a bit more about yourself, like uh, where you're from, what you studied, and how your passion for entrepreneurship developed? Yeah, so uh, my name's Anthony Thomas, and uh, I'm the uh, general manager and one of the co-founders at Sticker Mule. And like our uh, start story is kind of a little bit different than like most people would expect. I actually like don't consider myself um, an entrepreneur at heart. Like I went to school at uh, RPI, and <clears throat> really went straight into like operations management out of school and uh, started working in a mid-sized like manufacturing company uh, that was local and like worked under another guy that was a pretty sharp COO. Um, he retired and some years later me and him were became well, we became friends through that experience. Some years later me and him were chatting and uh, he was I think 68 years old at the time, uh, missed the entire internet and he just gotten his first computer and I started BSing about how it'd be cool to start a manufacturing company with a web front end to build a direct connection between customers and manufacturing. And he was like, "Well, what, you know, what do people really do on this internet thing? You know, is that really something that is possible?" And I was like, "You know, whipped up, uh, you know, Sazzle and Cafe Press, showed that to him, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, okay, that's interesting. Well, see you later.'" And he came and saw me the next morning. It's like I thought about our conversation yesterday, and I want to start a company with you. That's cool. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> three months later, we had Sticker Mule launched. So, that's, that's yeah, so, so cool. it's totally different. Yeah, so totally different. Uh, sort of a unique story. So you're currently the GM and co-founder of Sticky Mule. What is Sticky Mule and what motivated you to start it? Cool. Yeah, so Sticker Mule is a manufacturing company that makes stickers. And uh, we just got into making buttons through a brand called um, Button Frog. Um, it sells direct on the internet. Like our, our, our motivation really was like I had been in manufacturing my whole life. My co-founder was in manufacturing his whole life, about 40 years in manufacturing. And I think like one of the things that we found frustrating and why we kind of jumped on the idea was um, when you're in manufacturing and you're running a you know, manufacturing operation, you really don't have a relationship. You don't manage a relationship with your customers. Like guys that are just manufacturing, guys like me and him, um, depend on like sales, sales force to build relationships with distribution partners and other types of partners. And you're kind of like beholden to them and generally you deal with like larger partners so when you know you lose one of those partners you end up like laying off a chunk of your, your workforce or when you gain a partner you have to quickly scale or when a partner has like specific unique requirements you have to 
adapt to those requirements and it it made like for a rather frustrating situation that I think you know me and him both wished we could have got out of in our careers and mm-hmm. like it was one of the less enjoyable parts of the job um whereas like the things we enjoyed about the job was actually like I don't know, like all the things related to like dealing with people in manufacturing, productivity, quality, like just the inner workings of running a good manufacturing company is what really appealed to us. So being able to, um, yeah, like just take away that dependence on like partner relationships is like what, and like really I think drove us to want to build out, build Sticker Mule and have our own front end where we totally controlled the experience and like the, the entire sales process. That's awesome. I've, I've used Sticker Mule many times and I have to say the process has been amazing to both uploading your content to getting it printed and to actually being able to reorder the product. It's uh, it's definitely a great experience. So what advice would you have for entrepreneurs who want to create a physical product but have no idea where to start? It's like a tough question. I don't know. It's like, I think like, it's a tough question. I mean, I thought it was like, for me, it's like, that's where I wanted to go straight into life. So it was like rather easy. Like, you know, you definitely have to have a, an appreciation or desire for like wanting to work with, like work in a manufacturing setting and like um, work with, you know, work with people and have like strong uh, people skills and interpersonal skills. And um, I know it's totally different than what I see like most people doing on the internet where you're just scaling, you know, most people are building like software products and just scaling the, uh, you know, focusing on marketing and stuff like that. And the product kind of scales fairly easily. But if you want to get into like actually making a product, you have to not only be able to like, you know, build your software and like build all the you know growth mechanisms to you know grow your service, whatever you're doing, but you also have to like understand how to like work with people and put people in the right positions and train them and, you know, deal with all the stuff that comes along with that. Like manufacturing is a lot more person intensive than, uh, they're different and definitely different type of personnel than than like what most people in software and startups are are dealing with. Are there any things like uh, like maybe Alibaba or other sites that you know of that can help people kind of figure out how to start their own physical product? Um, I'm not familiar with those types of things. No. I I've talked to some other people. Like I think the, like where I would get started, but it, it's definitely like a tricky question. It's like where I would get started is like finding a good partner that you could work with and and like really respecting that partner. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that that's probably the best advice I could give is like find a good partner and like really treat them well. I think like one mistake people make in business, especially when you're doing like supply chain type stuff, is like people try to fight about price, and uh, you know they want to get like the best cost situation. Like when you're really dependent on a manufacturing partner, you want them to be really happy and think of you highly mm-hmm. and like really value that relationship because especially on the internet where conversion you know matters a lot and like customer experience like drives conversion. Like yep. you want to. Make sure you have a partner you can depend on the way you do that is by treating them really well. So even though you know, we have, for example, like a, a lesser dependence on somebody that's totally outsourcing the whole manufacturing, like our only inputs into our manufacturing process are the machines we buy and the materials we buy. So it's not we're not as beholden to our um, vendors, but we still go out of our way to treat them really well and make them think highly of us. So what has been the biggest challenges that you had to overcome as an entrepreneur? For sure, uh, building our team. Because I had no background in, in the internet, I had mm-hmm. no development background, no design background. So building like a tech company or you know tech oriented company, like we had to build out that whole team to help us grow the business. And, and, and starting from scratch, just building out the whole team in general, everything from like customer service to design, dev. <laughs> we just actually hired our first marketing person. That's by far the hardest thing. Like finding the right people, putting them in the right places. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure like a lot of people can sympathize with the challenge of doing that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so how do you approach building your team? What process or advice could you share for others, startups or founders who might be in a similar situation to you? Uh, it's weird. You know, in a way, we've always gotten pretty lucky finding like the right people 
at the right time. But I think the biggest thing that I've tried to do is you know, going back to what I said about treating your partners well. Like when we first got started, we made a habit of treating everybody we worked with really well. And um, some of like our early key hires came through like those partnership relationships. So um, I think the best advice I could give is just treat people well. It's, you know, everyone that you interact with, treat them well to the best of your ability. And like, you know, you, know, you never know when that's going to pay off. So how did you go about building the Sticker Mule brand? And I have to say, like, where did the name come from? Yeah, that, that came from us being under pressure to get something done really quickly. So my, <laughs> my co-founder's like, biggest skill, I think, is that he, he moves incredibly fast. And even though he never uh, you know, used the internet before, like from the day he, was literally the first day he saw the internet, he decided that we should start a company together. And then you know, for us to go from that day to launching three months later, it was, it was really just a matter of like we needed to get stuff done quickly. So I remember, I think a few weeks after launching, we went out and we found uh, dev partners that we you know we really liked, and um, they wanted to work on the project, and they wanted they're like, well, we're ready to get started immediately. We didn't even have a brand or a product actually picked out, um, and so they were like, well, we can start next week if you guys can figure out what you actually want to do. Um, so we went back to so sell stickers and let's call it Sticker Meal. <laughs> we played around with a few other names that weren't available, and Sticker Meal sounded good. That's awesome. So yeah. how did you validate the concept of Sticker Marketplace? The marketplace. Um, yeah. That started as like we just wanted to like start throwing up examples of work we had done. So we originally originally started with a gallery. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had like the sticker meal gallery, just pictures of stickers, and people inevitably started saying that they wanted to buy. In fact, they assumed that it was a marketplace mm-hmm. before it even was one. It looked almost like it does today, just without the purchasing features. So. Um, yeah, like once we got that, like one of our developers was actually like, I want to turn this into a marketplace. And it's like, sure, let's work on that. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I really like it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like we want to do things that like make life easy for our customers. So I think like part of the process of making it easy is making it easy to buy. Like the other mm-hmm. part of the experience is like, you know, actually distributing your stickers. So people want to help, you know, making the order processing as quick as possible. They also want to make like distrib- distribution easy. So we saw like the marketplace is a way to help people in that way as well. Yeah, absolutely. So Sticker Meal is also a, a bootstrapped uh, company. So how have you guys, you know, managed to go through that process and, and remain bootstrapped to this day? So I think like one of my like having an operations background and like my, my co-founder too, being in operations his whole life, like we both have like pretty strong cost backgrounds. Like mm-hmm. like one of the biggest parts of your job in manufacturing is managing costs. And uh, I think like just the years of experience doing that like really helped us out a lot. Whereas um, a lot of people getting into startups are like you know coming they're super smart and they're coming right out of school and they go raise tons of money and like without like, like any background in like really cost management they tend mm-hmm. to get overspend in key you know in areas whereas like we we just have like a lot of experience in that regard and I think that really helped us out a lot so you guys kind of had the uh, the whole lean startup mentality way before I guess you know that the book yeah. came around <laughs> yeah we didn't really know about lean startup I mean I, yeah, I agree with like a lot of the ideas there but, yeah we just put a lot of pressure on ourselves to manage costs and spend spend wisely. That's important. And so talking about spend, how did you guys go about acquiring some of those first customers? Was that just all organic or uh, paid? Um, so it was weird. It, it kind of like we didn't get in any paid advertising for quite a while. Initially, it was just like we launched the site. Um, we had a nice design that people seemed to like. So we got mentioned in a bunch of, you know, a lot of design blogs picked up, like, here's what's new on the internet that looks cool. Mm-hmm. That started getting us some orders. And then from there, 
our team really just went around like hitting up, you know, right. I, I would write and other people on our team would just write to, uh, write to everybody they came across saying, Hey, we just come up with this thing called sticker mill. We'd love if you talk about it on your website or we'd love if you try us out. I think we, you know, we gave away tons of free orders in the beginning and, and stuff like that to just get our, get our product out there, get our name out there, start getting feedback. Mm-hmm. That, that's awesome. And so you guys actually have worked with some pretty big brands like, you know, Google, Twitter, GitHub, Dribble, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how did you go about getting those customers? Was that just like writing to them, sending them samples? Cause I mean, you know, you mentioned that you guys gave away a bunch of product and your product is pretty awesome and I, it feels pretty unique. I don't think I've ever felt a sticker that, that has the same sort of texture and look as your stickers. So, you know, how did you guys get to start working with those companies and, and kind of growing from there? That just sort of happened organically. So it's, it's actually kind of amusing. I mean, when we, when we first started, I had a, you know, I just, I'd write to anyone and like learn pretty quickly. Like you mm-hmm. can't you know, be embarrassed if people are going to turn you down. It's like stuff's going to happen. So we'd, you know, we'd write to some of these more prestigious brands and they would pretty much just, they would ignore us. <laughs> and, um, you know, so like really acquiring them, it just happened later and, and organically. Like we started, you know, just making orders forever we can make them for. And, um, and my background really wasn't marketing. My background wasn't sales. So once we started getting some traction, I really just focused on the things that I enjoyed and most of our team enjoyed, which is like improving the customer experience, improving the manufacturing, um, really just trying to do everything possible to make customers happy. And just by focusing on that, like our, seems like our brand just kept developing. And then from there, we ended up seeing orders from more interesting companies come through. That's awesome. So are yeah. there any other tactics you can, that you can share as to how you guys have grown Sticker Mule? I know you just mentioned, you know, hiring a marketing person, um, anything maybe new in the pipeline or, or, um, maybe to ask a question from a different perspective, it seems like you guys have become like one of the go-to products for startups and companies, uh, mm-hmm. like of pretty much any size. So how did that happen? Uh, that was a tough question. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's weird. It's like, I think people like sometimes don't believe me when I say it, but it's like, I really, I like, I got forced into doing some growth related stuff and some like outreach stuff early on, but mm-hmm. I really don't have like a strong background there. Like I, you know, I, I like, I really enjoy manufacturing. I really enjoy, for whatever reason, um, like a big theme in manufacturing is like simplifying things to make your operation run well. Mm-hmm. So I like the theme of simplicity and like making um, the customer experience is simple, making life simple for our customers. So really focused most of my effort there and it ended up being a good situation for, for me and for the rest of our team. So a lot, a lot of the other people on our team have the same attitude. And uh, just through that, we, we've grown. Um, our market, you know, we just hired a marketing guy, but he's only started, I think, like four to six weeks ago. So, um, one of the things I like the most about him is, uh, like, you know, like one of the things we talked about before he came on board is like, like, he's, you know, what's the game plan for when, uh, you know, my first get started? I said, well, really, you know, I don't want you to just jump in and start doing all sorts of stuff. I really want you to like learn the way we do things and learn what's made us succeed. And, and and take that and figure stuff out. And I don't really expect you to start making a huge impact for, for a few months. And he was like, that really made him happy. And I don't know, it's definitely different than like what most people, I don't know how most people are approaching. So right now he's still in, uh, he's still in learning mode and, you know, he's helped just in the sense of like helping us be a little more thorough with how we, how we, uh, plan things. Like we, we launched Bot and Frog a few weeks ago and he put together, um, a bit of a more thorough strategy for doing that mm-hmm. <laughs> than I would have done. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, we don't have too many exciting tactics in that area other than just really focus on making people happy. Cool, that's important. That's a, that's a hard tactic to nail for a lot of people, right? Some people try to run before they can even walk, and and you know it'll affect you. It'll catch up to you. Yeah. So you mentioned Button Frog a few times so far. Uh, you guys just launched that a few weeks ago. So so what is Button Frog, and why did you decide to kind of um, add it as a separate brand from Sticker Mule? I guess. 
Um, yes, button frog is just like sticker mule for custom buttons. And so I mentioned a little while ago when we got started, like um, we didn't even have a product line when we first formed our company. Like we just had this idea of wanting to make a manufactured product that we sold directly online. Mm-hmm. And we had so much pressure to get something done quickly that, you know, it ended up being stickers. Um, and it's gone over really well. So we just really focused on improving the customer experience for ordering, you know, stickers. And we found that that translates well into ordering buttons as well. So we spent the last six months, uh, you know, figuring out the manufacturing there and just uh, leveraging what we've done with Sticker Mule to try something new. That's cool. Um, so, I mean, coming back to Sticker Mule for a second, but I guess maybe also Button Frog, uh, since it's been mm-hmm. up for a couple of weeks. Is there one sticker design or button design so far that, that stands out kind of the most after all this time? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I've been asked this question a bunch of times recently, and I I like I didn't know what to say at first. But I have to say like um, probably the most memorable one by far is is the GitHub Octacat because it was actually our first order. Oh, that's awesome! There you go. There's a good reason for that. Yeah, like we we yeah, it was like really yeah, we're really happy about that. Like we we and it actually is an interesting story because like we through our dev partner got connected to GitHub, and they were you know they buy a lot of stickers and. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were buying, yeah, how many they were buying back then, but um, so yeah, before we even like launched or had the website or anything, we got connected to GitHub and um, they were like, hey, we want 10,000 stickers. And we thought it would be a good idea to just as a nice gesture do the entire order for free, which was fairly expensive, but I don't know, we were just so excited, we just decided to do that. Um, and it worked out because we sent them the order and we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> they, they were like quickly criticized a lot of different aspects of the quality. Um, and I think because we did it for free, like they, they, they actually gave us like nice criticism and were really like friendly towards us instead of if we charged and they probably would have been <laughs> pissed off. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, based on that, we were able to like modify a lot of what we were doing and like really nail, um, you know, what people call like product market fit early on. If That's we awesome. didn't do that, it would have taken us a lot longer to realize some of the mistakes we were making. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, fresh off this new launch, this new product line, uh, second brand, I guess. What's what's next for, for you and Sticker Mule in, in 2015? That's a good question, too. Um, <clears throat> right now, like, I really want to just continue improving our customer experience. Like, um, yeah, like, that, that's really it right now. I, I mean, we have a bunch of interesting ideas on how to how to make customers, you know, even happier and improve the experience, like, so that that's our main focus right now. To I usually try not to pre-announce too many things, but um, like one of the things that we noticed, um, like lately, is like you know our, our when we first built the site, we really focused on helping customers that are coming to see us for the first time, mm-hmm. and we haven't really optimized the experience for people that are returning. So we wanna we have some ideas on how to like make the experience better for return customers as well, so that they can yeah you know make make it even easier to get in get in buy do what they got to do. For sure, so, that's awesome. And yeah. and you guys actually launched Button Frog on Product Hunt, and we're giving away Product Hunt buttons. How, yeah. how did that work out for you guys? Yeah, it was, it was really it was really cool experiences. Like we so we announced it to our email list the same day, so it's hard to say. Like the the, the uh, it was interesting. Like so we've had two Product Hunt launches so far. We did like Wall Graphics, which we mm-hmm. launched a few weeks ago, and we did that on Product Hunt, and we did Button Frog just two weeks ago. Um, it was like surprised me that uh, like our wall graphics got way more interest than than buttons button, hmm. button like on product hunt. But in terms of like our customers, buttons got way more interest. So um, yeah, it was, just, it was uh, definitely cool, but not what I expected. That's awesome. So where do you see the biggest opportunities for entrepreneurs? And are there any technologies or industries that you're currently uh, interested in right now? 
Uh, that's, you know, that's not something I really think about a lot. Like, I'm so obsessed with just what we're doing that uh, it's like I remember before this, you know, I thought I would think a lot about what other companies are doing and, you know, maybe, I don't know, just for fun, like, brainstorming exercises, you know, come up with different things that you could do in business. And it's kind of like how Stick Meal started was just me, you know, BSing about an idea I had. But since we got into this, I've, you know, really just focused there. And, like, one of the things related to, like, um, growth is like I've learned over time that like just focusing more intently um, helps helps a lot. So I've tried to like not distract myself as much as possible. What apps, books, devices, or tools are you currently obsessed with right now? Tools, yeah, like Asana and Slack mm-hmm. and GitHub are our big three. Mm-hmm. I think Slack. that's any startups like go to three. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like. So like like we're late we're late to the party with Slack and it's like I've never seen anything get adopted so fast as Slack got adopted by our team and it was like especially interesting to me because I tried to use um, HipChat and like mm-hmm. it did not no one wanted to use it and then like <laughs> I put one person on Slack and like I didn't even have usually I have to go around like saying hey like let's use this try this see what you guys think and it's like I put like two people on Slack and like a week later everyone was on it and people that weren't on it were like how do I get into Slack I heard this Slack thing's awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that hilarious. one's really impressive. That, that's a new, uh, should be a new onboarding line or a new testimonial for Slack. I know, maybe <laughs> I should talk to them. They actually, yeah, they buy their stick Christian was, so. Oh, there you go, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to make a note <laughs> to say hello after this. <laughs> for sure. Um, so, any last thoughts or personal models that you live by and you think others should uh, know about? Uh, probably move fast. <laughs> that's my biggest thing that's important cool yeah. all right well i guess that's that's about it then uh thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us anthony cool yeah it was, it was great thank you guys well that's about it for this episode of hack to start you can find all the important links beneath the show be sure to follow us on twitter at hack to start and sign up for our newsletter to know about all the latest episodes behind the scenes content and more thanks for listening and see you next time